0: Right now though, I want to talk about news domestic and the fact that the island of Ireland are submitting a cross-border bid to host the Tour de France again, with the opening stages of the 2026 or 2027 iteration among those under consideration. To chat about the proposed bid, I am joined by Jack Chambers, who's Minister of State for Sports, Guelph, Talk and Defence. Minister, you're very welcome uh, to the show. What can you tell me about this?
1: Thanks, Kieran. Well, look, as you know, the Tour de France is one of the most prestigious sporting events, the biggest cycling uh, event in the world. And I think it represents a huge uh, potential and opportunity for the island of Ireland. We've many fond memories of uh, the Tour de France as it traversed through the country in '98 and the Giro d'Italia uh, in 2014 as well. So, um, this represents a, a brilliant opportunity from a north-south perspective and something that he should just to, to emphasise around the shared island approach and having that collaboration north and south in, in lots of areas sport is one of those areas that can build bridges and strengthen communities, huge potential from a tourism perspective um, and showcasing our country and also as well with a passion for cycling across the country as we see uh, and driving participation in sport is a a clear priority for uh, for me as Minister for Sport and we're really excited about submitting this expression of interest and entering into the bid development process with the organisers of the Tour de France.
0: Is is there a cost attached to it and if there is do we know, is it possible to work out what the return on that investment might be if there is one?
1: So there'll be intensive engagement now between the, we're going to establish a, a project team north and south and there's been some scoping work done already um, and we're doing that over the next number of months. We look, we see the projected cost ranging from between 20 and 30 million euro and uh, which will be shared north and south. Um, that's the, the current indications of the potential cost but we are at, early, at an early stage around the a development process and we will have to scope out the the route, the logistics, the organisation and planning. And um, But that's the projected cost uh, presently.
0: Uh, you, you mentioned the fact that we have uh, done this previously in 1998. I mean, that kind of s- descended into farce. It, it it got so ridiculous that your predecessor, Jim McDade, said Ireland would never have anything to do with the race again.
1: Look, okay, I know there were issues um, in, in 1998, but uh, obviously th- this is something that every every second year there's an opportunity to uh, be part of a, of uh, obviously where it moves out of France for the uh, for the start of the race and the phase there. Um, and I think you know obviously cycling has had difficulties in the past that people are well aware of but uh, look this is a, a huge opportunity for the island of Ireland um, around no, I'm not sure they're country.
0: entirely in the past those difficulties.
1: Well, look, but look, just to say from an Irish perspective, um, we're one of the strongest voices when it comes to anti-doping, for example. Um, John Tracy, when was chief executive, and now Dr. Una May, and our role within WADA and, uh, and, and, and strengthening anti-doping across the world. We have a very strong record on that. Um, and actually, even from our own domestic um, perspective, we're, we're continuing to strengthen the um, anti-doping structures from an Irish perspective. Um, And any event that comes here will obviously have to be delivered at the highest standards, and that's something we uphold across all elements of sport, amateur and professional.
0: Does does it have any impact, might it have any impact on on other bids that we've expressed interest in, like European football championships?
1: Well, this is something that, obviously, as as for sport, we have a major events unit now established, and uh, that's why, by establishing this unit, and I'm presently, should have a policy paper, finished by the end of the year on a on major events policy, the first policy paper on this, um, delivered by an Irish government. But no, this is about planning for major events in Ireland being in the mix um, with the Ryder Cup in 27, um, Euros in 2028, and we hope to, um, we're finalising work now to submit the, the bid for Euro 2028 by mid-November, um, and work is ongoing on that and there's a meeting mm. that in the next couple of weeks with our sports ministers. So we have the T20 Cricket World Cup in 2030, so, it's really about planning for the future and developing the infrastructure and, and projecting the economic benefits from a tourism and a sports perspective right out. And I suppose they will be in the mix for other events, even beyond the current um, few events that we referenced there. Okay.
0: So, so uh, finally, just on, on the Tour de France uh, front, what what is the process here? I mean, when do we find out? When do we kind of formally submit our interest? And when do we find out whether it might happen?
1: Yeah, so there'll be a bid development process now which will go in probably to the middle of next year um, and that will, and I said, we'll we'll establish a a co-chaired project team north and south um, and that will go through all of the technical aspects around the route, logistics, organisations and planning. So the middle of next year is the projected timeline on, on a formal bid submission.
0: Alright, well listen Minister, uh, before you go, a word on, on the political machinations on this side of the water. We're coming to you live from London today and Liz Truss having announced her resignation 45 days into the job.
1: Well look, the, there's clearly um, worrying instability um, in the British government and uh, we've had a number of um, Prime Ministers now over the last number of years but from an Irish perspective, we our closest neighbour, we want to see... Um, You know, from a north-south perspective, peace and prosperity, and get a functioning executive. uh, And we look forward to engaging with the the new prime minister. Uh, But it it, is—it's also important to re-emphasise the importance of political stability and prudent economic management. And when Irish people see what's happening in the UK, we—you know—I think as a a government, we've managed to work cohesively together. We're trying to deliver our policies, but also political stability and strong economic management allows us to make the decisions around uh, health and housing in other areas. When you see dysfunction, instability, and uh, chaos, that has a severe economic impact. Uh, and there are parties here that propose, you know, high levels of tax cuts and huge increases in expenditure, and we could see a serious level of instability here if, if people um, and within those parties were to mirror the. Behavior
0: of some people in the, in the Tory party. I, 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 we, we don't have time. I'm sure, though, if they were here, those parties might be uh, astounded to find out they're being compared to the Tories. But listen, we will leave it there. Uh, minister Jack Chambers, uh, government chief Web, minister of state uh, for sport. The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddihy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.